It's one thing to have humility towards God. I think we can all agree that we need to be humble toward God. But it's another thing to have humility towards your neighbor, especially when it seems like your neighbor is worse than you. In this parable that Jesus uh, talks about, or this not really a parable, it seems like just giving dinner party advice, you know, like when you go to a dinner party, sit here, not there, when you would make your invitation list, invite these people, not those people. What Jesus is doing is he's speaking about his own humbling of himself before us. That Christ who sat at the right hand of the Father now descends to heaven to take the lowest spot, taking the form of a slave being born in the likeness of men. And so that question, because Christ has done it, needs to be asked, how do we do it? How do we do it? St. Thomas has this question that he puts in his Summa, and he gives three objections. The question is, are we supposed to humble ourselves before all men? And he gives three pretty good objections. One, that humility belongs to God alone. We only humble ourselves before God. Two, What about someone who is a superior, someone in authority? How are they supposed to humble themselves to those who they are in charge of? And then three, what about people who are just sinners, like that we know are sinners, that are like much worse, right? Like how how do I find humility towards those? And the way that Thomas answers the question kind of answers all three rebuttals. And it's that everything that is good belongs to God in a person. Everything that is bad in a person belongs to man, belongs to that person. So that, as was said before, humility does belong to God alone. And that whenever I subject myself to someone, subject myself to what is good in them, I'm really subjecting myself to the Lord. I'm acknowledging that. And this is true throughout the faith, but it's hard for us to accept in present reality with the people that we're around. It's true whenever we talk about the cult of the saints, right? That we venerate the saints. We look at their virtues, their merits, and we say, I want to be able to imitate that. I want that in me. Not just to learn from them, but to imitate them. But it can be hard to do that with the people that we're actually around because we don't want to feel like, oh, well, they have power over me now. If I say, hey, that quality in you that I like, I want to imitate that. But this is the way that Christ has constructed his body. In the same way, again, like, looking towards the saints, that whenever the body suffers, we suffer, but when the body flourishes, we flourish. So that within marriages, within families, within friendships, this should be a normal thing, where I imitate what is best in the other and humble myself to what is best in the other. Within, not that we're family, but Father Bruce and I, you know, share um, residence, and he wakes up incredibly early in the morning. He has a very strict discipline. And I not just learn a lot, but that makes a, an impression upon me. That impresses a certain lifestyle upon me. What I've done for Father Broussard is showed him that 
oatmeal cream pie ice cream and coffee ice cream from Bluebell put together is an incredible mixture, right? But, you know, it's, le it's left an impression upon it, right? But this kind of humility needs to be regularly exercised because what it does is that it builds the bonds of Christian friendship. Because otherwise, if I don't admire another's virtues, and the only thing that I affirm in the other person is what is superficial, what, it, what their appearance is, what their possessions are, what their status is, all of that. But instead, to humble ourselves, as Christ says, to put ourselves in the lowest place, to see what is excellent in one another, so that we can be lifted to a higher place and not assume ourselves or just desire to appear to be a friend of God, but to recognize where we are and to start to actually become one by seeing the virtues in one another.